Welcome to the Indian Food Explained podcast by Cook Like an Auntie. You don't have to be an auntie to make delicious Indian food. Now here's your host, Gopi Vajrabelu. Khichdi is India's ultimate comfort food. It's a dish made from rice and lentils in its simplest form, although many restaurants and home cooks make very elaborate khichdi with a variety of vegetables or meats. It tends to be on the watery side compared to many other rice dishes. Many people eat it with yogurt and pickle, which gives simultaneous cooling, sour, and salty flavors. Khichdi has a wonderful combination of warmth and creaminess. But the best feeling from eating khichdi is probably nostalgia. Many American-born Thaisis remember eating khichdi as children, and eating it as adults momentarily transports them back to their childhoods. As a result, many describe khichdi as India's most popular comfort food. It's a great recipe for when you don't feel like making anything, but you want something healthy and nutritious. Khichdi comes from the Sanskrit word kitcha, meaning a dish of rice and legumes. It's extremely popular throughout most of India. From the west in Gujarat to the east in Bengal, north from Punjab and even south to Tamil Nadu, where there's a similar dish called pungal. It is often the first solid food for babies in India. Because khichdi is extremely nutritious, it's commonly served to the sick. Khichdi is popular in Ayurvedic medicine because it's said to contain a complete package of vegetarian protein while being easy to digest. Khichdi is an extremely old dish. There are references to khichdi in the Mahabharata, one of which is as a food the Pandavas ate during exile around 800 BCE. The first Western written record of Kichdi is from around 300 BCE. Alexander the Great's heir, Seleucus, wrote that rice mixed with pulses was a very popular food during his military campaign in India. Later, the famous Moroccan traveler Ibn Battuta mentioned a dish made of rice and mung beans around 1350. In the book Eating India, author Chitrita Banerjee claims that one reason Kichdi is so popular is because its ingredients are cheap and carrying the grains on trading routes is easy. Several centuries ago, when a merchant from modern-day Bengal needed to travel to Gujarat, for example, the only ingredients needed to make Kichdi were rice and mung dal. Both ingredients are easy to carry and inexpensive. Also, giving Kichdi an advantage was that it could be cooked in one pot by boiling the rice and dal over a simple fire. Kichdi's simplicity and good nutritious value gave it a huge advantage in spreading all over India compared to more elaborate dishes. Around the 16th and 17th centuries, the Mughals adopted Kichdi as one of their favorite dishes. The famous Mughal ruler, Akbar, was very fond of Kichdi according to folklore. There is a famous children's story in India featuring Kichdi called Birbal Ki Kichdi. In the story, Akbar's advisor, Birbal, uses a pot of Kichdi to convince the stubborn Emperor Akbar of a mistake in Akbar's judgment. Kichdi is used in the story because it is a very common dish in India and it was very popular in the Mughal court. I'll have a link in the show notes where you can watch an English version video of the story. Other Mughal emperors added more ingredients to their Kichdi, changing it from a simple nutritious dish to a high-class meal. They created variations including anything from pistachios and raisins to fish and boiled eggs. Restaurants in India still make some of these more elaborate versions of Kichdi. After the British spent time at the Mughal court, they brought home a variation of Kichdi called Kejari, 
which is rice, fish, boiled eggs, and spices. If you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, you know that the recipe for an Indian food dish can vary significantly between regions of India. The same is true for kichdi. North Indian states tend to use whole green mung dal, while other states tend to use split mung dal, which cooks faster and is softer. Of course, these are generalizations, and recipes can be different from family to family within the same state in India. A similar dish in South India is pungal, which is also made from rice and split mung dal. It has a thicker and stickier consistency than kichdi from other regions of India, and can be made spicy or sweet. Andhra Pradesh and Telangana are known for kima kichdi, which is made with minced meat, rice, and lentils. Vigarelli kichdi is a Gujarati kichdi made with rice, dal, peas, and peanuts. Onions, tomatoes, green chilies, ginger, garlic, and whole spices can be added too. Bisi bel bath is popular in Karnataka. It's made without any onions or garlic. It contains rice, dal, jaggery, vegetables, and spices. The consistency is usually soupy. Boge kachuri is from West Bengal and is made with vegetables, spices, a bit of sugar, mung dal, and gobind bag rice, which is a short grain rice grown in West Bengal. Amla kichdi is from Uttar Pradesh and uses split urad dal, rice, and Indian gooseberries. Sabudana kichdi is popular for Hindus who avoid eating grains during fasting. The rice is replaced with sabudana, which translates to tapioca pearls. It tends to be popular in the states of Gujarat, Rajasthan, Uttar Pradesh, Madhya Pradesh, Maharashtra, and Karnataka. Sabudana kichdi is also popular as a breakfast and snack food in India. I could continue, but you get the point. Varieties of kichdi are very popular throughout India, and there's a huge range of possible ingredients, spices, flavors, and textures. In late 2017, the Indian national government used social media and called kichdi the queen of all foods. At the time, India did not have a national food, unlike many other countries. For example, poutine is Canada's national dish. Many Indians thought the social media posts indicated that the government was preparing to designate kichdi as India's national dish. Some thought kichdi would be a good choice given its popularity throughout much of India. Celebrity chef Sanjeev Kapoor was preparing to make over 1,700 pounds or 800 kilograms of kichdi in a live event. But not everyone was thrilled with the social media buzz. Some wanted biryani, golgappa, or jalebi to be the national dish instead of kichdi. Others preferred no national dish designation to signal the cultural diversity of India. After the controversy took hold of Indian news, India's food processing industries minister, Harsimrath Kaur Bathal, spoke to the media and clarified that the government had no plans to designate a national dish, whether it be kichdi or otherwise. Now that we've talked about the history and popularity of kichdi, I want to give you a quick kichdi recipe. If you've listened to other episodes of the Indian Food Explained podcast, you know the drill already. Check out my YouTube channel, Cook Like an Auntie, to see a step-by-step instructional video of this recipe. Or go to cooklikeanauntie.com kichdi to get the written recipe. There will be a link in the show notes. The first step to make kichdi is to put half a cup of white rice and half a cup of mung dal in a bowl. I prefer to use whole green mung dal because that's what my North Indian in-laws do, but you can use split mung dal or another lentil if you prefer. Wash and rinse the rice and dal with water three to five times. You want the water to run clear. Then add enough water to submerge them in a bowl and cover the bowl with a plate. 
Soak the rice and dal for at least 20 minutes. This step helps speed up the cooking process. After the rice and dal are done soaking, pour out the soaking water. Then you have three options for how to cook the kitschi. Option one is to use a pot on the stovetop. Add the rice and dal to your pot with four cups of water. Also add one teaspoon of turmeric powder and one teaspoon of salt. Simmer the rice and dal with the pot covered for 45 to 60 minutes, depending on the texture you prefer. Option two is to use a pressure cooker. Add the rice and dal to your pressure cooker with four cups of water, one teaspoon of turmeric powder, and one teaspoon of salt. Cook it for four whistles, and then let the pressure release before opening the lid. The last option is to use an Instant Pot. Add the rice and dal to the Instant Pot with four cups of water, one teaspoon of turmeric powder, and one teaspoon of salt. Cook on high pressure for 30 minutes and let the pressure release on its own after cooking. I prefer to use an Instant Pot because I can set it to cook and walk away. Then I can come back five minutes before I want to eat and finish making the kitschdi. The other two methods require you to be near the stove while it cooks. Stovetop takes the longest but requires the simplest equipment. The pressure cooker is about as fast as the Instant Pot method, but requires you to stay in the kitchen while it cooks. After cooking the rice and dal, we'll finish the kitschdi with a tharka. Heat a pot on medium to high heat. After the pot is hot, add about one tablespoon of ghee into the pot. You can use more or less ghee depending on your preferences. Once the ghee is hot, add one teaspoon of mustard seeds and cover the pot. Let them pop. Once the mustard seeds finish popping, add a pinch of asafoetida, or hing as it's known in Hindi, and as much ground black pepper as you want. Finally, add about 10 curry leaves and cover the pot again. The curry leaves might sputter up some oil, so cover the pot quickly. At this point, you can add any vegetables you want, such as onions, tomatoes, cauliflower, potatoes, peas, and carrots, and then let them cook fully. Or you can finish without vegetables. Turn off the heat and pour the ghee and spices on top of the rice and dal. Mix well and your kitschdi is ready to eat. As I said before, many people prefer to eat kitschdi with yogurt and pickle. I personally prefer mango pickle. If you want to see a more detailed recipe, check out the video on the Cook Like an Auntie YouTube channel. You can find a written recipe and the sources used to make this episode on cooklikeanauntie.com slash kitschdi. Links in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Indian Food Explained podcast by Cook Like an Auntie. Please subscribe to this podcast and visit cooklikeanauntie.com to find recipes and videos related to this episode. You don't have to be an auntie to make delicious Indian food. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Thank mm-hmm. you.